Hello, hello, my name is Clark Heron, a.k.a. The Harry Hubble, and welcome into the Armchair Guru's Fantasy Football Podcast. Yes, we are finally back after a couple weeks off. Obviously, I had a surgery that I had a couple weeks ago. Everything has uh, healed up rather nicely to this point. Uh, hopefully, it will continue to do so. I uh, still have some minor hiccups from time to time, but I am good to go now. And obviously, much like for fantasy football, we have to continue forward and I don't like where my record went, falling to 5-2 and two on the season. Not a big fan of that. We'll be talking about rankings and our uh, uh, current standings for Armchair Guru's Fantasy Football, as well as uh, pick six. We're going to get back into that uh, after a week off. And then we also have our matchups of the week, along with some transactions to talk about as well. Before we get into any of that, let's go ahead and do the pick six challenge for this week. It is currently in the sleeper. Again, if you do it at Harry Hobo or to send me a direct message with your picks, I can put them onto the chart. I still have to get the other picks from the other week. I think it was week five we have to put in there as well as week six. Uh, we were off last week. We might have been off a couple weeks. I double-check everything, but we'll get an accurate standings for the pick six. Currently, the pick six games of this week are going to be Chicago versus Dallas, Miami versus Detroit, Washington versus Indianapolis, San Fran uh, on the road against the LA Rams, the Giants uh, West Coast against Seattle, and then Cincinnati versus Cleveland to finish it up on Monday. Again, those picks are in the sleeper, so take a look at them. Do a at at Harry Hobo so I can see all your picks, put them into the chart, and we will make sure get everything up to date here shortly. Um, as for the league, we all know where we stand, but let's just do a reminder. After really a couple bad weeks for me, obviously having to deal with surgery, I'm going to blame it on the surgery. Uh, I have fallen a little bit, but we have four, five, and two teams. Congratulations to Too Many Eagles, Tree Stars, the Woodstock Harry Hobos, and Joe Buck yourself all five and two. With a couple of teams only one game behind at four and three, we have Cubby Doo and We Ain't Done Yet. And then we have three teams at four or three and four, just to flip it a little bit. Dr. Milfy can't save you. Shaken Blake, revamped and ready. All just two games out of first place. Three games out of first place. We have Winters coming and I slept with your sister, both at two and five. And then, of course, Mr. One and Six. And yes, that is his new team name, Mr. One and Six, currently at the very bottom of the standings. So, and really, right now, Too Many Eagles has 926 points for. Phenomenal. Congratulations. Whereas, unfortunately, Fletch has the most points scored against at 892. So, again, we'll see what this week hopefully brings. Hopefully get me a win. Uh, we got some really good matchups coming up. And before we get into those, let's jump into uh, the transactions of this uh, recency. Uh, let's see. We are, today is the 27th. Uh, we had a few, I will say, going all the way back, one of the bigger trades way back when was Mosser and Dillon for Aaron Jones and Jeff Wilson, who obviously with the trade of CMC now is the second fiddle, or actually third fiddle there in San Francisco with Elijah Mitchell coming back from injury. 
another trade, and that was between Cubby Doo and I Your Sister. And then they did another trade just soon after that, which was Darren Waller for Tuba Hubbard. Um, so they got their trades through. Uh, Mr. 1 and 6 traded with Revamped and Ready, traded Najee Harris for David Montgomery and Deontay Johnson. A very big trade. We'll see if that pans out for Mr. 1 and 6. He adds depth, but he loses the top end ability. Granted, Pittsburgh's offense has not been good this year, so Najee's not really the high-end guy. He's still getting high-end volume, just not doing a whole lot with it. I think the highest score so far for him is like 14 points, maybe 15, something along those lines. Uh, Mr. 1 and 6 wasn't done. He made another trade with too many Eagles. He traded uh, for Devontae Smith, traded away Deontay Foreman and Marquise Hollywood Brown. Congratulations to Nickley on that one. Really grabbing a running back that is a starter now, with CMC being traded to San Francisco, getting Marquise Hollywood Brown, which may pan out down the road depending on exactly what that target share is going to look like in Arizona once he comes back with DeAndre Hopkins on the field as well. And then, of course, Deont- or then you have Devontae Smith, Second fiddle there in in Philadelphia. He's still going to have his high-end games. It's just nothing as big as what we saw with Marquis Hollywood Brown earlier. Um, I think Nick Lee got the end or got the better end of that trade, but we'll see. Depending on if Marquis Hollywood Brown can get back to being fully healthy, and if Foreman is the true running back there in Carolina, or if he's going to get pushed to the side or be more of a mixture with Chuba Hubbard. Monster trade just today, yesterday, just yesterday. Uh, Christian McCaffrey going from uh, winter's coming to we ain't done yet in exchange for Devontae Adams. A monster, monster trade. Granted, this trade would have been a little bit different had I accepted winter's coming's offer, which unfortunately just wasn't quite there for me. So he still made a phenomenal trade, getting one of the top re- top receivers in the game. And, of course, we ain't done yet getting one of the top running backs in the game. A monster trade. A very fair trade. It's one of the fairest trades we've seen in this league for quite some time. But, of course, Mr. 1-6 and six actually got the better of this last trade with we ain't done yet. He got Mr. Tom Brady, James Conner, and Jacoby Myers all in exchange for Chris Godwin. Really, the biggest thing, it was really Godwin for Conner and Myers. Tom Brady is not... A great quarterback this year. He has not produced well and not even been produced as a top 10 quarterback. So getting Connor and Myers for Godwin, I think that's a big win, especially with Myers getting basically the same volume as Godwin. And assuming James Connor can come back healthy and productive and actually fall in the end zone a couple times, it may work out. But he's got Connor and CMC. That is a deadly duo. But overall, we did a lot of very good trades. There wasn't anything crazy going on. Obviously, the biggest news of today was uh, the up and down of Mr. Bobby Woods. Uh, I do apologize, uh, Robert Woods, for the pickups and drops. Uh, Hopefully, you have found a brand new team with Mr. Revamped and Ready. But those are the transactions of these last couple weeks or so. Very, very nice. We know what the standings are. Uh, I also have the projected standings for the league, and currently the six teams that are projected to be in the playoffs, and it's really, it's just 
solely basing it off of record at this point. Anyone that has a 5-2 or a 4-3 record, those would be the top six teams. Everyone else misses the cut. Obviously, too many Eagles projected at an 89% chance of making the playoffs with a 21% chance of actually winning it all. So his team is very, very solid. Uh, he just got the bye week away for the Eagles, so it, he should be coming back very, very strong. And then on the bottom side of things, uh, there's Mr. 1-6, who is projected to go 4-10 and 10 on this fantasy year, which if you lose to Mr. 1-6, and 6, I'm sorry, but you're, you're going to get shamed just because you lost to him. But on top of that, he only has a 1% chance at the halfway point of making the playoffs. It isn't over yet. He revamped his team a little bit. He might be able to get back into it. He needs to start winning and start winning now in order to have a chance. But uh, things are looking rather good. And then for this week in particular, the team to watch out for is We Ain't Done Yet projected a nice 100 score for this week. Congratulations. Probably because you have CMC as well as potentially James Conner coming back. Uh, many of the other teams are at least a 90, except for Mr. 1-6 and six at 86. But those are the standings. Those are the rankings. Now let's get into the matchups of the week. And as always, we try to start with the highest projected score of the week. And this week, of course, it's the one that was projected at 100. It is We Ain't Done Yet. He's projected at 128 points, sitting at 4-3 and three versus... Winter's coming, sitting at 2-5, and five, projected at 114 points. This game is very interesting because, again, this is a trade between two players that are actually playing each other this week. It's very rare that this happens. Uh, Fletch might be joining us here shortly to be talking about that. But when talking about Mr. We Ain't Done Yet's team, again, CMC with an actual week to actually learn the offense he still may not be full CMC that we know and love, but after next week's bye week, he may be there. Obviously, Josh Jacobs already being on the team, a phenomenal running back this year. Currently, uh, he is number four on the season. He's had back-to-back-to-back 30-point games. He has been phenomenal. Uh, obviously, he's got a plethora of receivers as well. I really, really like his team. Um, hopefully, Fletch will join us to talk about his team. But Chris Godwin's a great play this week. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, Tom Brady can get it going. Be a high-scoring game tonight. And that game is actually starting in about five minutes or so. Uh, he's running Tua against Detroit. I like that matchup as well. Obviously, uh, Jalen Waddle is questionable in this game. But he's been pretty good this year. He hasn't quite gotten back to that ceiling number of 40 points back in week two, but that was against the worst defense in the league, especially for passing-wise. Still number seven receiver on the season. I really, really, really like his team. Uh, and then for, really, for Fletch, I know he's he might join us here, but as for right now, for Fletch's team, Travis Etienne is a monster. They traded away James Robinson. He should be able to get the lead back there. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson... They used him as the feature back this past week, but it is a Bill Belichick offense. We truly don't know if it's going to stay that way, if it could flip. There could be a third or fourth string running back that comes in and takes all the touches. We really don't know, but assuming he does get the the bulk, the bulk of the touches, uh, he is a decent play this week at, at the Jets. Getting Devontae Adams, who's supposed to be having a flu, I think is the, uh, the actual questionable reason. He has a bad flu. 
He's been phenomenal this year besides one game uh, against Arizona. He's number six receiver on the season. He's been phenomenal. Jerry Judy, he's had a couple of decent games. He's had three double-digit games this year. The rest have been junk. He's getting the targets. He just he needs the yardage because this, this offense has to get it going. And Maybe it's this week over in London against Jacksonville. You love TJ Hawkinson. You love Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, he's the 20th running back on the season, but look at those numbers the last three weeks. 15, 19, 29 these last three weeks. He has been phenomenal. Now, granted, New York is a little bit stronger of a run defense, and then you have Arizona, who should be great, and then Tampa is going to be the real true test to see if the bulk of the carries that he is getting, he'll be able to go against a good run defense. He's got some interesting choices on the bench. I'm not sure if he'll go with any of them, obviously. All of his Kansas City players are on a bye. He still has Isaiah McKenzie, who could get a lot of touches, but he's going to have to go with Jared Goff this week against Miami. I'm guessing he's hoping that connection between him and Hawkinson can get it put back together. For right now, just the the, the sheer amount of great players and how well they're playing and how hot they are, you, you definitely have to go with uh, we ain't done yet. I think he's going to get the win this week. But watch out, obviously. Fletch's team with Walker, if he puts up another 40 spot or puts up even a 30 spot, uh, it could be very close very quick. But right now, I like we ain't done yet. Moving on, Team Cubby-Doo projected at 125 versus Dr. Melfi can't save you projected at 105. Now, Cubby, he's rolling with Mr. Dangerous, Mr. Russell Wilson, uh, we'll see if those high knees in the uh, on the airplane will help him out there over in London. He still has Aaron Jones against Buffalo, which is going to be a tough task for that offense in Green Bay, but you have to play him. Uh, Michael Carter, he's I don't know if he's going to get the bulk of the touches, even though they just traded for James Robinson. It may take a week for that transition to happen. We'll see. I uh, He might be a good play. I just don't know. Tyree Kill against Detroit, monster play. Hopkins is going to get all the targets. Waller is still questionable at this point. Uh, he was limited on Thursday. He has not played since week four and really hasn't done anything since week two. Uh, hopefully he can play because I don't... He's got Travis Kelsey on a bye, so he needs him to play this week. And then he still has C.D. Lamb. His three receivers are just probably the deepest in this league. Uh, obviously, the Rams' defense against the Niners. We'll see what happens there. Bench-wise, nothing too insane. Hunter Renfro this year, I don't even know if he's been good this year. No, he hasn't. He, he's been droppable this year. Uh, going against Dr. Melfi can't save you. You love Dak Prescott. Uh, coming back against Chicago should be fine. Gus Edwards against Tampa. You don't love the matchup. But if he gets the touches that he got last week, it may open up. He got 16 carries. He got a couple goal line carries, and that's really the big thing. He had a couple touchdowns. If he can get in the end zone, he'll be fine. Uh, Damian Pierce, obviously, against Tennessee. Difficult matchup, but he's still getting all the touches. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Uh, Pickens has looked good, but against Philly's defense, probably not a great play this week. I would probably be sitting most, if not all, the Steelers players if I can. Uh, Taysom Hill is a wild card. You just don't know what you're going to get out of him. He's not a true tight end in this league, but if he can get the rushing, if he can get those numbers, he's going to look good. Granted, 
He's only done it once that looked really, really good, but if he can get at least 10 fantasy points for you, I think he'll be fine of a play. Brandon Ayuk against the Rams could be a solid play because I think Debo Samuel is out this week. So uh, I like his play. Having to go in the bad bye week, and he has Kyle Pitts as well, who's just been absolutely devastating for the team. He just can't get any points. For now, I really like Team Cubby Two to Cubby Two to get a, get a win and get to five and three on the season. Moving on, too many Eagles projected at 121 and a half points, going against the two and five team I slept with your sister, but projected at 120 and a half points. Very very close matchup. Obviously, team too many Eagles getting the Eagles back, facing a hmm. I don't know if it, I would say stiff Pittsburgh defense. They should still be able to get it done and get the get the job going. Uh, I like that with Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. Uh, really needs to get Jonathan Taylor going again. <clears throat> He's the 32nd running back on the season. You did not draft him to be the 32nd running back, but if he gets eight targets like he did last week, you love it. You just got to fall in the end zone. If he does that, and then all of a sudden it turns from a 15-point day to a 21-point day, uh, so he is on the verge there. Looks like Mark Andrews is uh, up to his best. He just caught a pass for 22 yards uh, in the game that just started against Tampa Bay. Should be, hopefully, hopefully, because I have Lamar Jackson, hopefully a high-scoring game. But back to the matchup. Olave, phenomenal player, phenomenal rookie. Trying to get a trade out of him earlier. Wasn't budging, and I can understand why. He's only had one non-double-digit week this year, and that one week was a nine-pointer. That's what you want. He hasn't seen the high-end stuff. He's been super consistent. He'll probably end up, maybe crawl up to the top 15, somewhere in there, just because of the quarterback play that he has. He's got either Andy Dalton, uh, who's going to be starting even with a healthy Jameis Winston. Uh, Mark Andrews, two catches for 27 yards. I like it. Uh, Christian Kirk hopefully can get back against Denver. That should be a de- decent matchup. Devontae, Deontay Foreman, uh, just a recent pickup. He should be phenomenal against Atlanta. You love the biggest thing for his team this week for too many Eagles is the Eagles defense going against Pittsburgh. Love that matchup. And then beyond that, unfortunately, he has to have Jamar Chase go out for probably about Four to six weeks, I believe, is the t- uh, is the talk. He'll be out for a while, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know why he picked up Greg Dulcich. I guess just in case Mark Andrews didn't go, there was a little bit of a talk there. Uh, he'll be going against Ice Up With Your Sister, who still rolling with Dar- Derek Carr, but still has a phenomenal Saquon Barkley. Mossert, phenomenal. He's been great this year. Now, Debo Samuel, I think, could be out this week. Uh, he set out today. More than likely, will sit out this week, so he'll have to find another play there. He picked up Tyler Boyd, or had Tyler Boyd for a while. Hopefully, Amon Ross St. Brown can play. He quote-unquote played. Played 17% of the snaps last week. Only caught one pass. Only one target for four yards. Still limited today, according to the reports, so we'll see if he can get, 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 can get it going. Uh, Seattle against New York. Don't love that matchup there. Uh, beyond that, he's not playing Cortland Sutton. I, I would be playing Cortland Sutton. I know he's had two very, very bad weeks. It's the offense's junk. Hopefully, he can return to being the high-volume guy. He got nine targets last week. I think I would be playing him this week, but that's just me. 
Uh, as for the matchup, man, this one's tough. But just because of the injuries that I saw your sister may have to deal with this week, I like too many Eagles to get the win. I suspect he will be at 6-2. and two. Moving on, Team Mr. 1-6. Projected at 110 points versus Kurt Money Tree Stars. Projected at 131. That's simply because his Baltimore defense started tonight. Uh, looks like there was a fumble on the Buccaneers' part already, which is great. Uh, we will take that ball back. As for Mr. McFly, he's got Tom Brady this week, which would be should be a great matchup. It is a good matchup for him. He just has not been playing great. He added James Conner, who may play this week. I think the talks is he's still limited at practice on Thursday. So Friday is going to be very telling to see if he can actually play. There was kind of mixed reports last week that potentially he was about to play. Maybe he wasn't going to play last week. If he does play this week, it's a good thing. If not, so be it. Eno Benjamin will have another start against Minnesota. Uh, David Montgomery, unfortunately with him, he's had... Uh, given up a few touches. He still got 15 touches last week against uh, the Patriots, but Khalil Herbert has dug into that a little bit. Uh, Devontae Smith still out there for his team. Love Lockett. Myers is an interesting one. Uh, Gazeki is a dart throw. Uh, Zeke is hurt. Probably Tony Pollard is going to be playing this week. Good play not to play Deontay Johnson this week. He's got Mike Thomas for Cincinnati, who might be the third man up and will be the third man up. Uh, we'll see. What happens there? I don't think that's going to be a good play for him. Going against the 130 projected points against Mr. Tree Stars, he's got Allen, he's got Chubb, he's got even Kamar, who's not really been great this year. Pittman's slow. Davis is good. His team is just loaded with talent. And he even has James Robinson as well. He's got, yeah, this one's Mr. Tree Stars. I like the win. Moving on. Revamped and Ready versus uh, Shake and Blake. Revamped and Ready projected at 104 points. Shake and Blake projected at 122. Both teams sitting at 3 and 4. Now, as of this moment, looks like Rashard Bateman is uh, in the red zone, which is a good thing. He has not received a target thus yet. But as for Revamped and Ready, his Bengals are doing great. And on Monday night, uh, going against Cleveland, one of the worst defenses in the league, Mixon and Burrow should light it up. Maybe not as much as they did this past week, which crushed me, but they should still have a very, very good week. Najee Harris is a more of a dart throw, more of a flex play at this point. DJ Moore back in the lineup this week, obviously, with Default being a Panthers fan. Uh, looks like they had to kick three points. I'm not sure who scored there. Uh, yeah, had to kick a field goal, unfortunately. So uh, hopefully DJ Moore can get back this week. Uh, Tyler Higby off of bye. He'll be just fine even against San Francisco. Brian Robinson against Indy. I'm not sure how good Indy's defense has been this year. Uh, beyond that, kind of not a whole lot of there on the bench. Shaken Blake projected at 122. Geno Smith has been playing lights out. A number eight quarterback on the season, even though last two weeks have not been great points-wise for fantasy. He has been putting it up Every single week, he's got Derrick Henry. He's got DeAndre Swift. He's got the new number one in Cincinnati, T. Higgins, as well as Amari Cooper going in Cincinnati, who should still get points. Dallas Goddard, his team is very, very solid. A lot of names that maybe uh, us in the league wouldn't have drafted. Uh, nobody was going to draft Geno Smith. Obviously, 
getting Henry and Swift. Phenomenal. I really like his team. Shaken Blake, I like his team to get a win this week. And then last but not least, it is my team, the Woodstock Harry Hobo, sitting at 5-2, projected at 120 points, versus Joe Buck yourself, also sitting at 5-2, projected at 123, the game of the week. Obviously, I have Lamar Jackson currently playing right now. He's 4 for 6, passing for 29 yards. Uh, got basically sacked for 4 yards, pretty much. Leonard Fournette is also playing this week. We'll see if that Tampa Bay offense and even the Ravens offense can get things going tonight. That would be very, very good, especially if it's a high-scoring affair. Kareem Hunt is currently sitting as my second running back. I have Scary Terry and A.J. Brown along with Stephon Diggs. Hopefully, getting my two starting receivers back off of a bye can really get the points going. Last week's 49 points just ain't going to get it done. And then the big pickup for me, Mr. The Mooth is Luth. Scoring a big 15 points. If he can do that every other week, if he can get at least 10 points most weeks, which so far he has, I will take it every single week. Love the Niners defense against the Rams. And then, of course, Tyler Bass is Tyler Bass. Uh, Really, overall, I'd be interested to see what happens with Dobbs this week. I don't like the matchup against Buffalo and then Wondell Robinson against Seattle. You don't love the, uh, the passing attack in there in New York. But uh, I've seen stranger things happen. And then potentially Eno Benjamin could have another start underneath his belt, especially if James Conner is out. If that does happen, I will likely make that change. Going against Joe Buck yourself, projected to three points more. Oh, he's bringing it back off of bye. He's got Dalvin Cook and Jamar or Justin Jefferson off of bye, and they're playing the Arizona's terrible Cardinals defense. They are going to eat this week. Kyler Murray... I'm not sure what his stats look like this year. He is the sixth overall quarterback. Um, Really the last, he's had three, really three solid weeks as a quarterback, four eh, weeks at the quarterback. He really needs, and even two weeks ago when he ran for 100 yards uh, on 10 carries, he had two fumbles and he didn't throw any touchdowns. He really needs to kind of get both of those together and with Hopkins back, maybe those numbers will go up. Uh, Tony Ballard could be the starter this week. Zeke's knee is hurting, so he could be the starter there in Chicago, which is a phenomenal play. Juwan Johnson had two receiving touchdowns last week. Hopefully that does not continue. Uh, Damian Harris did not get the touches last week. He really didn't, and if that continues to be a shift towards Ramondre Stevenson, Harris maybe on the outside looking in, but again, Belichick's offense could flip back and forth. It really, I really don't know. Atlanta's defense against Carolina, I like it, but Atlanta's defense is very beatable, even, except for the one week or two weeks they faced the NFC West, which is weird. This week against Carolina should be all right. He's got plenty of options. He's got Khalil Herbert, who could be the one there. He's got some very good options. This is going to be a very interesting game between us two. Obviously, I need Fournette and Jackson to have a uh, a lot of points this week. Mike Evans still going to get his. I'm going to side with my team. I'm going to put trust that I can get to six and two. I can feel happy about it. Be my first win post surgery. 
Remember that Joe Buck yourself? I just had surgery. This will be my first one post-surgery. Hopefully we can get the Lamar Jackson back. He hasn't really scored a ton of points of recent. It's been four long weeks where he hasn't really been Lamar Jackson. Hopefully uh, things will change with tonight's game. Those are the matchups of the week. And again, uh, teams that are all 5-2 and two right now, congratulations. Other ones, most of the league is only about three games out. We are halfway through. We got seven weeks left to go. Do not give up, even Mr. 1-6. and six, Do not give up. You're, you're four games out of first place. It is doable, but you have to get winning now. Um, again, uh, congratulations to all the 5-2 and two teams. Anybody with a pick six, make sure you put at Harry Hobo so I can see them, put them in there, uh, and hopefully continue on. Uh, what is going on with my matchup? It looks like, uh, I don't know. He just got, I'm guessing the defense, Baltimore defense, had an interception maybe based on Kurt Money getting... No, that was just a kicker. Okay. So, yeah, uh, hopefully continue to uh, put together some good lineups. Uh, that is the Armchair Gurus Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, thank you very much for listening. My name is Clark Heron, a.k.a. The Harry Hobo, and we're out.